I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So I've been really looking forward to this conversation because... Um, Edu is a good friend of mine and actually one of the reasons why I wanted to, to have this chat was because um, he's very knowledgeable around um, what they call calsots, which are a specific type of Catalo- Catalonian onion. I know he's a big, big fan of that. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that's obviously not what, I, what we're going to talk about. But um, th- the reason why I wanted to have this chat specifically with you today is is actually kind of from my own life experience. Um, I lived in Spain for a few years, came back. I had these nightmares of losing any Spanish that I had picked up over there. Um, what I decided to do when I came back to Dublin was to go to these language exchanges. Um, and actually, I'm going to give a, a shout out to a guy who organizes them. I think his name is Brian Heavey, uh, and it's Language Exchange Ireland. Um, and yeah, I, I started going there anyway, which was a great way for me to, to kind of pick up a little bit of Spanish and to practice my Spanish. Um, and I got to meet lots and lots of people at it. Um, so obviously there was, there's people from all over the world there. Um, but I got to meet Edu or Eduardo. So, um, it was a great like experience we, we've become good friends, um, and I, uh, I'm very thankful for that. And I think it was just, a, it's kind of a, nat- it's been a natural experience. And just those language exchanges are, are actually really, really good if you do want to meet people. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy to have you here. I'm very happy to say that story. Um, so, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Same we, for me. We also have Ross here, um, as always. Hello. And um, yeah, I know you quite well. So... I'm going to hand it over to, to Ross so that we can kind of get to know a little bit more about you, about your experience in Dublin, um, what you found difficult, what you found more enjoyable, uh, etc. 
Well, first of all, you look like a famous soccer player. I, I, <laughs> either a soccer player or an F1 player, but I, I can't. He's a Spanish Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, actually. Yeah. That. I look like Keanu Reeves, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more tan, maybe. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and a lot younger as well. Uh, actually, how old are you, Edo? I'm 30. You're 30? Yeah. And when did you move to uh, Dublin? Three years ago, mm. exactly, yeah. In May, yeah, in 2019. And uh, where did you move from? From Barcelona. Well, I am in a town close to Barcelona. I'm, I, li I used to live in Mongat with my girlfriend. Mongat. Yes. And then I, I moved to Dublin myself first, and then she moved after me. And what drove you to come to Dublin? I was looking for a change, actually. Like, I did an Erasmus program in, uh, in France, in Grenoble, mm -hmm. and it was a really good experience. Like, I get to meet a lot of new people, learn a new language, uh, French as well, um, and I don't know, I, I was working in Barcelona, I had spent my whole life in Barcelona, and I wanted to try to live in a different country for a while, and since I liked the experience of being in, in France, it was only six months, really, mm -hmm. and it's like a kind of different atmosphere, because you are an Erasmus, and mm -hmm. you get to know other Erasmus people, Nice Very parties, international, yeah, international. Yeah, yeah. you're studying as well. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to try to actually work and live in a, in a new country. And then why I chose uh, Dublin, Ireland? Mm. Uh, because of the language, mainly. Because I, I yeah, so I was like, English. yeah, I, I wanted to practice my English. It was pretty rusty, actually, because I... I used to work in a company um, where we spoke French mainly, mm -hmm. and so I thought I were I had a good level, but I actually didn't. <laughs> of, <laughs> because of English, you thought of you English, English, yes, yes, okay, okay. yes. yes. Um, and like, uh, what would you have said like if you when you arrived to Dublin? Like, how how would you have spoken? Like, what type of uh, mistakes did you have made or things like that? I mean, grammatically it was good, mm -hmm. but I was not fluent. Like, I, I was not doing big mistakes, like typical things like she don't or yeah, these kind yeah. of things, you know, mm -hmm. instead of she doesn't. Because when you try to speak, sometimes you tend to forget mm -hmm. about these kind of things if you are speaking quickly. But it was just being with um, native speakers, native mm -hmm. English speakers, um, what was difficult. Like, I, I don't know, I, I remember... At the beginning, I was working in a construction site, yeah. so there was a lot of noise. Like, they were building rooms and, like... Uh, Jackhammers going yeah. off, people talking, welding, bangs, welding, yeah. Pipes and stuff like this. And we used to have, uh, like, daily meetings mm -hmm. in one of those rooms with a lot of noise. And it was extremely difficult for me because people was, like, speaking quietly and and I couldn't hear them and I had to ask like, when they asked me a question I had to say what and when you say what three times it's like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live there move on you know mm -hmm. so I, I got pretty nervous but then you start like improving fast I'd say mm -hmm. and so you moved in <laughs> 2019 yes and then obviously COVID yeah the big C <laughs> the big C happens and uh do you go home? Do you stay in Ireland? Do you uh, are you working, or what's the situation like? I was well. 
it was kind of a sojourner's thing because like I was working in a construction site and it was a pharmaceutical company so I was kind of considered an essential worker as well so uh, I still went to work like it was not all, every day but I think like three or four times per week mm -hmm. uh, so I stayed in Ireland during the whole COVID period like uh, it was the longest period the longest period actually that I had uh, I hadn't been home mm -hmm. like I said home say in Barcelona and that's what you wanted you wanted to be able to yeah live but actually else, like but you, you might have thought you could have got home at some point <laughs> yeah but I, I wanted as well to to meet other people you know and these kind of things yeah, yeah. so yeah like but and where were you what where, what area of uh, Dublin at the time, I was living uh, in front of St. Patrick Cathedral, and I was sharing, actually, with a Brazilian girl, mm -hmm. and I was with my girlfriend as well, so there was uh, three of us. Mm -hmm. And I was actually looking for a new apartment at the time, and then COVID came and everything stopped. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I was there. It was pretty cool, I'd say, because, like, we were in the city center, and... Um, your five kilometer radius, or your two well, kilometer it was radius. Two at the beginning, yeah. Or didn't it's not too bad if you're right in the city center. I mean, you yeah. could uh, see a lot of sights and you can kind of That's see it. a lot of things as well. So. Was in front of Sapatica Hill. There is a park there, so it was yeah. nice. Um, a private city, essentially. Private city, yeah. yeah. Actually, it was pretty weird. Like yeah. <laughs> from seeing Dublin before the pandemic, it was pretty weird to walk walk around, like getting scared when someone got close to you and all that, that stuff, you know. What's the Killian Murphy movie, uh, the 27 hours later or 24 hours later, where he wakes up in London and oh, everything is desolate? 27 yeah. days later, yeah. Is, is it 27? I think it's 27 days, weeks. Uh, days, then weeks is the, is the, the next one. Yeah. That, uh, that movie absolutely scared the shit out of me because mm. zombies could run fast. Mm. <laughs> um, and it's like one thing that they can't do in all of the other movies and then you just see them running around the place. That's, that's that movie, right? Uh, I'm trying to think all I can remember I'm mixing up the crazies now at the moment in the crazies they could run but I'm not too sure in uh, 27 days later one of them anyway it's the scene where he's walk where Killian Murphy's walking through uh, London and there's like 6 o'clock in the morning and there's just kind of papers going around and he's in this uh, dressing gown from the hospital and he's looking around and then there was a, a gorilla there was a bit of a gorilla's track on that I could be mixing up my genres but anyways, that's a private, private city yeah, is uh, like quite this. nice. Actually, it was funny because I was in the temple bar without people. Mm. Not everybody can say that. Yeah, yeah. You know? sure. Especially now, it's madness again. Yeah, yeah. it's madness again. Yeah. So fast forward, okay, COVID happens, we move on from that. And what was your first taste of like, oh, this is Dublin again? Well, it's pretty recent. Like, mm. actually, the restrictions here were like really long in Ireland compared to Spain, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so now it's where I'm like meeting with colleagues from, from work, going out to pubs, to discos, not having to worry about a mask. So it was great. Like it was going back to normal. Like I, I have, I work actually in a, in a Spanish company. Mm -hmm. So there are, there is a lot of people there that um, come from, from many places from within Spain. And some of them, they actually came during the pandemic. Yeah, so yeah. they hadn't seen yeah, Dublin before, you know. Yeah. So I, I did. And I actually like, I like Dublin because it was the first city um, that I visited with my girlfriend 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
I have seen dub, uh, the real Dublin, let's say. Yeah. So, She's and now it's back to normal again. So it's great. So you've been seeing your girlfriend for at least 11 years. So uh, is yes. she still your girlfriend or is she... Uh, <laughs> still, anything, anything more or no, less? No, we're not. <laughs> I haven't got married wow. yet. Uh, I know, I know. Questions. Have to do, uh, big questions there. Eh? I'm in a <laughs> podcast, so... <laughs> yeah, oh, should we? Yeah, we have we talked about this. We won't, we'll Maybe be... when we go back to Spain. Yeah, okay, nice. There yeah. is a cool thing in Spain as well to get married because they... I don't know if it's an official thing, but they give you 15 days of, of holidays. So I only oh, yeah. have... Everyone, like yeah, all companies, everyone gets... Yeah, on, on top of your holidays. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. That's so th that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Once we go back to Spain. That's it. Yeah. I recently spoke to a per, a col um, an employee of, of company X who was asked to change the date of their wedding because of work obligations. What? So it's definitely not that uh, <laughs> well looked after here in in Ireland. But yeah, that's all for cheeky. That's yeah, that's crazy. What? Come here. I learned something interesting about uh, obviously you're from Catalonia um, that I didn't know. So when when you get married in, in most countries, you put the wedding ring on your left um I don't know, what's the name of that finger? Your, your fourth finger. Your ring finger? Your, yeah, your ring finger. <laughs> um, apparently, in Catal Catalonia, they were the same on the left, but in the rest of Spain, they put it on their right finger. Right hand. I'm, I'm not a wedding expert, as you can see. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know about this. Yeah, maybe cool. someone told me. Um, I don't know if I never actually fact-checked no, it. I always thought it was on the left, no? Fake news, no? It could be fake news. No, no, it could be real. I don't know. Yeah, let's That's let's check it out after the after the podcast. We'll bring back in the next episode, maybe at the beginning of the. Yeah, we'll check in with this one. We can challenge the listeners to <laughs> <laughs> to look for it. Come here. Can I go back? Because I actually don't know this. So when you um, you said that you obviously made the decision to come to Ireland mostly for English speaking reasons, right? Um, why did you not? go to the UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, <coughs> the States? Uh, that's a good question, actually. The f like, my first option, and I think for most people in Spain would be the first option as well, is to go to UK. Mm -hmm. Because it's closed, and I think you everyone knows someone that has worked in UK, let's mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Like, I have friends that have worked there in restaurants, stuff like this, like summer jobs. Uh, but I didn't. I don't like uh, overcrowded cities. Like I'm from Barcelona, so it's already crowded yeah. there. And moving to London was too much for me. I think, and uh, I didn't really knew any other cities within UK. Mm. And I don't know. I had the feeling that it was colder. I don't know why. Maybe the weather is the same, but uh, my imagination was 38 colder. Thirty-eight degrees today. <laughs> you know. So I just like. I don't know. I just like Thailand. I had been there uh, before, so in Dublin. People was really nice during that time. And actually, when I came here, uh, I realized that it's true. They are really nice here. Probably in the UK as well, but here uh, mm. I know it for a fact. Mm. Um, so that was the reason. And also because it's close to home. Let's say I could go, for example, to Australia, where the weather is nicer, but... If you want to move, go to visit your friends or your parents from Australia, it's much more difficult. Yeah. Or yeah. Canada or the States. Yeah. You know? um, there is no visa required as well, which is pretty mm. straightforward to mm. come here and work. Mm. Like, 
and I don't know, like I saw that there the, are the a lot of companies as well, like big big companies, big tech companies, pharmaceutical companies, and I'm an engineer, so there was a, a lot of different opportunities, let's say. Mm. There were, sorry. There were. Yeah, I'm hearing more and more people starting to refer to Dublin of the Silicon Valley of Europe. It is actually, like, there are a lot of companies here because mm. of the taxes probably. Mm. You have well, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Intel, Facebook, Google, like yeah, all the yeah, Apple, all the big companies that you imagine. So, yeah, it's a great place to work, actually. Well, in Grand Canal Dock, that's called Silicon Dock. Silicon Dock, yeah, yeah. Silicon Dock, that's <laughs> the nickname at the moment. Mm. The thing, like, obviously, that brings a lot of positives, but you know, <laughs> there are negatives associated with you know, let's just say, particularly accommodation and that yeah. sort of stuff, but. And um, we've spoken about that in a couple of the other podcasts. We won't go um too deeply into it now. Um, was there has there been any difficult moments for you? Well, COVID obviously. Yeah. Okay, because I was, I couldn't go back home. Yeah. yeah. Like I was thinking to go home once every month, every two months, and suddenly I spent nine months without mm-hmm. going to Barcelona. Uh, but apart from that. Not many, actually. Like, it's a nice city. I work in a f- Spanish company as well, so maybe for me it was easier to meet people. Like, because when I went uh, to France, I o- only want to meet like French people because mm-hmm. of the language, you know. Yeah. But here, when you live three years uh, and you work with uh, Irish all the time, sometimes you want as well to speak your own language. Yeah. Yeah. So I have both. I have friends from Ireland, as yourself, for example, mm-hmm. where I can speak Spanish, and I have uh, friends from Spain, from my company, and I don't know, It's it has been really good. Nice uh, mix. Yeah, nice mix, and really good experience as well, because I have uh, I exited my comfort zone, let's say, and it has worked pretty well. Successful experiment, if anything. Successful experiment, yeah. Yeah, because like, I mean, if you move to a different country, like... You can go out, like, very, very true what you said. You can go to the exotic country that's far away, but, and you might think that's what you want, but you end up burning out and coming home and maybe hating that experience. Um, but, like, going, or, like, what you did, going away to somewhere that is reasonably close. Like, I mean, what are the two hours to Short Spain? and a half. Yeah, mm. it's nothing. Nothing. And relatively cheap if you book in advance. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's easier to have that experience of, being away as long as you need to be, but also being able to go home. Because for me to travel back to my home county of Sligo, <laughs> uh, it's three hours on the train. That's it. Yeah. Do you know what's it? Mm. Half an hour up to the airport, maybe half an hour out from the other side. So I, uh, mm, as you know, my my girlfriend is from from Barcelona. Also, um, my brother lives in Monaghan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this is before I got a car. Actually, it's probably even more expensive with the car now. But before I, I, I bought a car, I went to visit my, my brother in Monaghan, right? So I got a, a a return ticket on the train um, up to, where did I go? Dundalk. And, and then he actually just picked me up from the dark, uh, train station. And it cost me something like €45 Euro return for the train ticket. The next week I went to, to Barcelona and I got a €50 Euro return ticket to go to Barcelona. It was almost... Equally as expensive to go to Monaghan 
as it was to go to Barcelona. There's probably something wrong there. And you didn't even pay the full journey to your Yeah, yeah, house. I got a lift for yeah. really half the way. <laughs> not, not great for the planet, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, now prices are more expensive, like after the pandemic. But yeah, you can find really good deals if you book it in advance. So Have your family come to Ireland? Yes, actually, they came before COVID. Like, before COVID. Yeah, before okay. COVID, yeah. And we visited like the north. We went to Belfast. We went to the Giant, giant Casway. Mm-hmm. It was great. They they really liked it. What has been your uh, what was the best? Uh, ex- okay, you went to the Giant's Causeway. Mm. Cool. Uh, <laughs> any other major kind of sites you've seen in Ireland that you would rate higher or lower? Uh, I have well, I have been to many places actually. Like I was in the typical Eclipse of Moher, Galway is re- really nice. Uh, the Ring of Kerry as well. Connemara is a place that I really liked. Connemara is really really nice. What was it about Connemara? I don't know. It was maybe it was a sunny day. Mm-hmm. It was a, I don't know. Was, I think it was the whole experience, you know. I'm smiling like, here, yeah, because Connemara, <laughs> even the Clitmore, all that kind of Clare Galway area on a sunny yeah. day is just. It changes the experience, you know. I was in the Ring of Kerry and it was raining. Every day, like every day was raining, was foggy. I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe the Ring of Curry is, is amazing, mm-hmm. but I couldn't see it, you know. Yeah. So in Connemara, it was a nice day and, and the place was gorgeous. It's like, a strange landscape as well, yes. Connemara. All the wind with the grass there. Yeah, and it's very kind of bare <laughs> as well. And you can kind of see over in them. And when the sun hits it, like just mm. perfect, it's like a shining brown that's just, yeah. you'll never see anywhere else. It's really, really nice. I love the, um, the, the part of the Mayo part of Connemara. There's not very mm-hmm. much of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but around Kong and those places, um, <coughs> it's just spectacular. There's actually, I recommend this if there's anybody listening who wants to kind of go and see it. There's, there's a pub I think it's called, uh, I, and I I'd actually can't remember, but I think it's called Larkins. Uh, I might be wrong, but in Kong, in Kong, uh, like it's in the middle of of no, there's nothing there, but the view of the mountain and the lake that this pub has and you go inside and there's the open fire chimney um there's some kind of black kettle iron uh black iron kettle i'd say it's probably about 250 <laughs> years old i don't think they've changed the place in a very very long time uh, there's a guy i don't know where he comes from because i don't see any accommodation anywhere like within 10 kilometers he comes along and plays a little bit of music um and it's just it's another world, like Kong. Kong is this picturesque town, like uh, was it the Quiet Man was filmed? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm pretty sure the Quiet Man, uh, which is just a famous uh, American Irish movie, uh, was filmed there, and Americans love going over there. And there's a really famous, uh, if I can remember it, I can't. A famous hotel just beside it, like more or less, you can walk through Kong into the into the hotel grounds. And uh, lots and lots of Americans have come over and just like you know, spent all their money in this <laughs> picturesque mm. little town, and it's just mm. kept really, really pristine. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's really amazing. Cool. That's nice. But I've only I've only kind of hung around the outside of it. I've never spent a pr- prolonged period of time mm. drinking there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's one for the to do list. Mm. Um, so kind of we we normally finish this with with a couple of questions, um, and the first one would be. 
Well, what what is one of your? I think it, to say the favorite place that you have in Dublin is always a difficult question to answer. But one of your favorite places in Dublin that could be a pub, a park, a bench. It could be anything. I know my favorite place in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it has it's it just street. Eh? It's a normal street. It uh, it's uh, actually don't know the name of the street. It's coming from. Uh, if you go from Cork Street and you go to the towards the John Fallons, there is a little street there where you can see St. Patrick Cathedral just in front of you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Wait. Yeah, you, you come through like... Like a little archway. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And so if you're on, you're coming, you're on Cork Street, um, are you going in towards the city or are you coming out of the city? No, if you are, let me let me check the the part there. Technical difficulties here. Technical difficulties, yeah. No, it will be very fast because it's close to my place. <laughs> uh, what is it about the street that you you actually like? It's just it's the view. The view, of the... the view of San Patrick Cathedral there. I don't mm. know. I I just like it. And mm. then there is this pub. It's called John Fallon's, okay. that has a really nice yeah. Guinness as well. Yeah. So Important. It's, it has everything you need. You know, nice views mm. and a nice pub. So yeah. that's my favorite place. St. Patrick's Cathedral. St. Patrick's Cathedral has a lovely garden or kind of a little park park area in front of it as well, which is always busy. And nice I, yeah, I was uh, I was there uh, two days ago. Mm. It was absolutely packed. Oh, on Sunday. <laughs> um, Saturday. It's three days ago now. No, sorry, Sunday. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah. I actually found it. It's New Road Street. New Road Street. It's this one. New Row. Row. New Row Street, yeah. All right. I, yeah, I mean, I, I oh, think that brings you that brings you up towards Christchurch. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, actually, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you have St. Patrick Cathedral here, and yeah. you can see it from from this okay. this point here. Okay. I don't know. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Everyone has a favorite place. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's that street. That's cool. Um, if. If you were talking to someone who either has just moved or is about to move to Dublin, what what one piece of advice would you would you give them that you think might be something that you would have liked to know before you come came? Uh, don't overplan it. Like for example, when I came, I tried to look for an apartment from Barcelona, mm. and that's impossible. Like, okay, it's impossible because here it's very very difficult to find an apartment. So. The best thing to do is just if you can find a job from there, great, yeah. better, yeah, even better. But um, in terms of accommodation, I would just come here, rent an Airbnb for a month or something like this, and start looking for an apartment from here. So don't overplan it. Like, just if you want to move, and of course you have a let's say a good qualification that you can get a, a job. job easily or or you know some friends that are living here and they can get you a job, better. But apart from that, just come and, and try to to find an apartment and, and then everything will be easy. Don't worry too much about the all the travel that you get here, you know. You'll handle it when you are here. <laughs> I think that's really good advice. I think so yeah. too. Yeah. Edwis, thanks so much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you for both of you to <laughs> take me this podcast. podcast. <laughs> That's great. Boom. Done. Thank you. Um, oh, we ended up doing 25 minutes. Okay. Okay. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.